the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. the big um, mm, movie Body Double. This was in the movie Body Double. It was a pretty good film for the 80s. Didn't age terribly well, uh, which is uh, pretty common. Movie's been That song's been used multiple times in multiple movies, but neither here nor there. One reason to hate Portland. I've got a reason to hate Portland. First of all, people from the Pacific Northwest, don't hate them all. Some of them were the salt of the earth. But some of you are flaky freaks. Really? Portland, get this. Now, when I say hay bale, what do you think? Bale of hay. Hay bale. 28-year-old steps forwards in Portland. Does the do do for his partner and begins to square dance. Guess what's getting revitalized and growing again? Thank you, Portland. It's square dancing. Now, they're trying to modernize it using U2, Michael Jackson, hip-hop music. Square dancing in the United States has gone from about a million people doing it in the 70s, about 300,000 people doing it today. There is a square dancing foundation that's going to spend $22,000 revamping its website to feature video of younger dancers. And I think of square dancing, and I think of that uncomfortable gym class when I was in third grade where my gym teacher teaches us square dancing. It was very awkward, it was very odd, and I didn't like it. So I hate the Pacific Northwest. They're bringing back square dancing, and they're doing it aggressively. Hate, hate, hate. Natural gas, big story yesterday. Was it yesterday? This day, Wednesday? It was a big story on Monday of Exxon basically saying, we are going to buy XTO Energy. But now it's more and more and more and more. You're starting to see headlines on this. I've done the story a couple days in a row. Has natural gas moments finally arrived? Interesting. Nearly 4,000 miles of natural gas pipelines were added in 2008, the most pipeline construction in more than 10 years. So 2008, we put down another 4,000 miles of natural gas pipes. 
Now, more gas was found. Big news discoveries of natural gas and shale have pushed up U.S. gas reserves up 58% in the last four years. We got tons of this energy. And all we got to do to get it is go kill some hillbillies and take it from the mountains. Bigger names. Exxon saying we're pushing more and more for the entrepreneurial industry to purchase long-term contracts of natural gas. So after a decade-long wild ride, North American natural gas prices seem to be entering a period of stability. Now, I think this is interesting. Again, I'm not a big fan of natural gas. Natural gas is the ugly sister to oil. I still prefer oil. But I'll tell you what. Exxon's looking 10, 20, 30 years down the road with this purchase. You're going to see a lot more of the the gas players acquired. It's going to happen. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. I highly recommend college. I know you're saying... Well, there you go, putting it out on the line, Rob. That's a prediction you won't regret, right? Well, it's a path to a better paying job. College graduates in general earn 60% more than high school graduates on average, both annually and over their lifetimes. The income gap has been growing over time. Now, it's even better. It's even better if you major in science or math-related fields. They tend to earn more right out of college compared with other majors. So I highly recommend college. You're going to probably live longer because you're eating better food. You're going on more vacations to de-stress, things along those lines. Then again, you might die sooner. I I predict I'm going to be dead in five years. I'm giving myself five years left to live. So that's my prediction. Let's see if I'm right in the next five years. Um, It's not that I'm unhealthy. It's just that I work so much and that it's it's stressful. I'm taking television off today because I just need a day off. I need some downtime. So um, I'm looking to cut my, my television schedule next year in half, if, if at all. Um, I'm not going to be doing it five days a week unless they throw bags of money at me, of which, for the record, good Christmas gift. Best Christmas gift is cash. It's cash. Don't give me a freaking gift card to Borders because then you're saying, Rob, you got to go buy a book with this money. And I don't want to necessarily go buy a book. If you want to give me a, a gift, cash. Cash or whiskey, Maker's Mark. Always a good, always a good gift. Carton of cigarettes. I don't smoke, but seeing that taxes continue to go up each and every year, carton of cigarettes might be a good investment. Might be a good investment to get them now while you can. Maybe you can get them from an Indian reservation. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And I don't smoke, but I think cigarettes would make a great gift. Okay, um, working at home. I got an email from someone that said, "Rob, I'm thinking about working at home. I was recently contacted by an online medical transcription company offering training." And work in that field. I'm wondering if it's a scam. I would be very careful. Any job offer that arrives to you unsolicited, I would be very careful. Unsolicited means if you get something in the mail that says work at home, it's unsolicited. If you get an email that comes to your email account that says work at home, make lots of money, unsolicited. If you see a sign in the grocery store that says work at home, you too can make $40,000 a month, it's unsolicited. I'm sorry, I'm cynical. For legitimate medical transcription training programs, I would check either a nearby community college or I would look at listings posted on the Association of Healthcare Documentation websites. Um, I, I'm very nervous on people who blindly take things from newspapers, or not from newspapers, but blindly take things from uh, uh, solicitations, unsolicited solicitations. So I'm just not a big fan. Just not a big fan. Um, Papa John's. This was a headline out there today. And 
Again, I throw it at you because I love you. I know this isn't my best show ever, but like I said, I'm burned out. I'm taking the rest of the day off. But I'm, I'm, I'm pushing through because I'm a champion. If you look it up in Wikipedia, it says champion. By the way, bad job to be in right now. Could you imagine what the worst job is right now? Probably an encyclopedia salesman. I don't know if they still exist in any way, shape, or form, but they can't be doing good. So Papa John's, Papa John's is a headline today. Encyclopedias probably aren't doing good because of Wikipedia. That was the, the push that I was trying to put together. Didn't quite get there. Someone uh, updated my Wikipedia page. Pretty, pretty damn funny. They say he used to be married to an unnamed Playboy model, but he divorced her because she was crazy. I love you people. You are the best audience on the planet. With my Wikipedia page, make stuff up. Don't put anything that's true or real. Make stuff up. Like, say that he's like 19 feet tall. Make me a funny Wikipedia page because it makes me laugh. Papa John's. So Papa John's in the news today. Um, their stock is up 10% today. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. It was yesterday that they're up 10%. But do you know the biggest cost of a pizza place? Think about it. 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 A large pepperoni pizza costs about $2 in ingredients to make. A large pepperoni pizza. What's the most expensive part of that pizza? Is it the cooking it with natural gas ovens? No, 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 no. It's the cheese. Cheese is the most expensive part of a pizza. For those of you who have spouses who shop groceries for you, you probably don't know that cheese is so damn expensive. Cheese is crazy expensive. So mozzarella cheese is crazy expensive. It's like it's like yellow gold. In the pizza industry, it's yellow gold. So um, there you go, Papa John's. I got all sorts of content for you. Gold is not gold. Gold is not yellow. Gold is gold. It's golden. So Heidi's being a, well, let's just put it this way. Heidi's not in a good mood today. Shut it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Did I, did I tell you tomorrow, Friday is tomorrow? Oh, no, tomorrow's not Friday. Oh, I need a vacation. Um, t- Tomorrow I got Will Durst, funny man Will Durst, and it's kind of funny that I kind of—he's kind of like one of my celebrity friends. He's kind of a celebrity of—he's kind of a king of San Francisco. But what's you know, I count him as a friend, but he's really Heidi's friend. But I'm going to try to steal him away from Heidi. I want him to be my friend, and I want him to exclude Heidi. So I want him to, for my own. I want him—I want to own Will Durst. So Will Durst is coming in tomorrow for thirty minutes, and we're going to be talking about the year that was two thousand and nine. 800 345 to get your calls in the air. It's 800 345 It's the Rob Black Show. You can jump online at talk910.com, talk910.com. I'll, I'll jump online right now. And I'll, I'll go see what you monkeys are all talking about there. Um, and then on top of it, uh, we'll come back and we've got more content. Uh, I'm burning through my content incredibly fast because people aren't calling. 800 345 It's 800 345 to get your calls in the air. All the way You're listening to Rob Black, 9:10 a.m. More stimulating talk.
like a good steel drum. Makes you think of far-off lands of warmth and beer by the pool or beer by the ocean. Who doesn't like a nice steel drum? 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. You know, um, electric cars. Electric cars are going to create a very big problem because we're going to be consuming more electricity. It's good. It means we're using less oil and gasoline, but we're going to be consuming more electricity. And it's going to be done on a very local level, your neighborhood. Now, your neighborhood probably wasn't wired to consume that much more electricity. So there's going to be a big upgrade that goes on. Now, one of the companies that I'm looking at, and I want you to look at it. I want you to study it and say, Rob Black, you're smoking crack. So if you think I'm wrong, you're allowed to tell me that you think I'm wrong. It's more than appropriate in this venue. This is a conversation about investing in ideas. Now, Quanta Services is a company I'm looking at. Ticker symbol is PWR. It's not for the average Joe. This is a, a bigger growth issue than a value issue. Growth means that if they don't grow, their shares are going to get punished. Wall Street will beat them up. They will knock them in the, in the kidneys, which is a great thing to do, by the way. Punching people in the kidneys, lots of fun. So Quanta is a play. No dividend. The recession's delayed countless projects to upgrade America's aging power. Now, we don't have the grid to consume as much power as we want to consume. So there has to be someone out there whose job is upgrading the grid. Guess whose job it is to upgrade the grid? And you've heard about the the smart grid and all the crap along those lines, right? And how you're going to be able to be at home and turn your washer on. You're going to be able to be at home and turn your air conditioning down. Or you're going to be able to be on the internet and do it. Smart grid. Anyway, the recession's delayed countless projects to upgrade America's aging power grid. But now the federal government's unleashing billions of dollars for smart grid and renewable energy projects. Quanta service is positioned to benefit. So this is a play on electric cars, which will see growth over the next 30 years. Quanta is the largest contractor in the U.S. electric power market. They're the largest. They're the gorilla. Now, what I want you to do with that is get their annual report and read who are their competitors. As utilities with shrinking workforces increasingly outsource projects, Quanta's revenue has more than doubled in the past four years. Has your revenue more than doubled in the past four years? Probably not. And if it has, you, you would invest in yourself, right? If you were bringing in twice as much as you used to. Think of publicly traded companies as people. Quanta is a play on the reliability of the system, which is a joke. J.P. Morgan analyst today says that it's a buying opportunity. Spending on transmission projects is forecast to nearly double from 2008 to 2012. And many of those deals are being negotiated in 2010. Transmission is one of the best bets in the near term. Quanta's position to win big contracts next year. Now, some utilities have delayed spending amidst the credit crisis. But as the credit crisis starts to ease, we're going to go back to work. I like the stock. I think it looks promising. In addition to grid spending, there's about $1.5 to $2 trillion that's going to go into transmission lines that carry electricity from renewable energy projects like wind and solar farms. So they are in the right place. The government stimulus loan program guarantees at least $300 million next year to go into this industry. The CEO of Quanta has said his recent acquisition of Price Gregory, the country's largest gas pipeline builder, 
will drive profits in two of the next three years as natural gas is remote from remote shale formations increasingly needs to be moved across the United States. So again, natural gas playing into quanta, natural uh, alternative energy playing into quanta. Is there not anything not to like about the stock? I mean, seriously, is that not just a beauty? Didn't you go, that's a beauty. I know you're saying, I wonder what's on KGO right now. I wonder what that douche David Lazarus is talking about today. David Lazarus is sitting in for Ron Owens, who I hate and I want to eat. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I'm thinking about retiring at some point in time. That's on my mind for 2010. Thinking about retiring. I'm about done doing these monologues. Blows doing monologues when you don't call in. 800-345-5639. When you don't call in, that puts pressure on me to bring up a controversial topic like manufacturing. Joe Biden, Vice President, douche Joe Biden, he was uh, hosting a meeting yesterday. And he talked about chief executives in the United States. And he says, let's put more manufacturing jobs in the United States. What is he talking about? We don't want manufacturing jobs. Do you want a manufacturing job? Do you want to go to a factory and, and make like a, a funny, goofy gestures hat? Do you really want that job? Of course not. Manufacturing is leaving the United States because Americans don't want to do it. Mm. Anyway, American manufacturing do not place an undue burden on those who wish to manufacture products in America. Now that, that's fair enough. Now, would you want to manufacture solar panels? You probably, you'd say, that's a cool job. I'd do that. I'd, I'd take 20 bucks an hour to do that. But if we can manufacture solar powers in China for 10 bucks, it's going to be done in China. So I'm not a big fan of manufacturing. Manufacturing c- creates a bigger drain on our economy, too, because there's so much energy that has to be pushed into manufacturing. So manufacturing dirties the environment. We don't like that in the United States. How about a... Review of the large cap pharma industry, Rob. Sure, why not? I'll give that to you. I got nothing better to do for the next 25 minutes. Large cap pharma. It looks pretty interesting right now. Valuations are starting to look cheap. Large cap pharma are big drug companies like Merck and Pfizer and Eli Lilly. Cash flow machines. Cash flow machines. Bristol Myers. Valuations are at historic lows as far as absolute terms. Absolute terms. So valuations are at lows. One of the things you do as an investor is you compare. And historically, you take a look at, say, like an Intel, and it's traded between a P of 15 and 40. And it's currently at 16, so you're, it looks like a value. Now, if it's at 40 times earnings, it, it looks like it's at the – people don't have never paid this much for it before in the last five years. So it's, it's, it, it gives you something. Now, there's some multiple expansion that can happen for the, the, the pharma. I'm thinking farmers going to have a big 2010. I'm thinking utilities are going to have a big 2010. I'm thinking telecom is going to have a nice 2010. Merck is a, a good name. If you're looking for a good name, now I'm not going to tell you to own it for 20 years. I'm thinking it's going to outperform next year. And if you want to know what's going to happen the year after that, you need to listen to the show next year at this time. Although I'm probably going to be in retirement, so who knows? Anyway, Merck, Pfizer, Eli Lilly, Bristol Myers. You can look at them all and compare them. Look at the price to sales ratio. Look at the margins. Look at the revenues, look at the cash flow, look at the debt. And then you pick the one that most appeals to you. Let's go to Michelle in San Francisco. Michelle? Hi. Hi. Um, I just uh, gave birth to my first son um, on November 25th. And for Christmas, I wanted to buy him a good long-term stock, maybe something he can cash in when he's 18 to help out with college or 
stay longer than that and just wanted to get some advice from you, see what you thought. Um, I would have to go with like a Goldman Sachs or a Bank of America. If you're going to put a gun, okay. if you're going to put a gun to my head, I tend to like the companies that lend money to the world or lend money to the United States. Um, in large part, they will do well if our economy does well, um, because their loans will be working, so to speak. Um, congratulations on having a son, by the way. Thank you very much. Did you enjoy the process of birthing? Anybody enjoy the process of birthing? I don't. I don't know. I think. I think the the movies make it kind of a little bit scarier than it is. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I I would do it all over again. Uh, just you know, the little bundle of joy coming into our lives was definitely worth it. So if if it was that bad, people wouldn't have second ones. You're you're gonna enjoy the whole process and make sure you get a, a camcorder and give him his own little YouTube site and update it, and so that one day he'll be able to show his girlfriends that you know what he looked like when he was one and crawling things that you and I don't enjoy. That he should enjoy. Um, so, Michelle, a couple questions. Uh, who's the who's the breadwinner in your family? Is it you, your husband, or both of you? Um, both of us. We both make about the same amount of money. So, you both need disability insurance. Do you both have it? Um, no, I don't think we do. So, that's a bigger issue for you. You want disability insurance, then you're both going to want twenty year term life insurance, roughly ten times your salary for your husband for you know for each other. And then roughly $255,000 of term life insurance for your kid in case either one of you get hit by a bus. So disability insurance is going to protect your ability to earn income. Term life is going to protect you in case you get hit by a bus or a comet falls on you. Those are the two most important things you could do right now. I I wouldn't say don't worry about the stock for your kid. If you want to do something fun with a kid, like instead of Bank of America because it's boring, do something like Disney where you can sit down with them when you six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and say, hey, look, this is ESPN. Hey, look, this is... Um, the new film that just came out, you know, the Pixar film. Um, th- that's more fun, and it'll teach them more lessons than Bank of America. Um, at, max out your 401Ks, you and your husband. That's very, very important for you to do. And then go to savingforcollege.com, savingforcollege.com. And that's my advice to practical new young parents. And diapers.com, Michelle, what you're going to want to do is is go to diapers.com. It's going to save you about 30% on diapers, and you're not paying sales tax on it of 9.5% in the state of California. Um, that's a good tip for you. You're going to save lots of money with diapers.com, and you're going to come back to me and say, thanks for that tip. Nice. I'll check it out. Thanks for calling, Michelle. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, Rob. Very cool. I love uh, young, hip parents. She sounds young and hip. And um, congratulations on having a kid. I think it's it's one of those things that changes your life, Uh, whether it's you or your family member. You look at people differently. You treat people differently. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Most important thing she should do is disability insurance. Because when you're young and beautiful and you're pushing out kids, there's more of a chance that she's going to get disabled in a car crash than die in a car crash. There's more chances that she's going to get disabled and lose her ability to earn income. So disability insurance, very, very, very important, especially for we in the Bay Area who tend to have higher salaries than other parts of the nation. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Float like a feather in a beautiful world. I've got a Twitter account. You can follow me on Twitter at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. I've got Twitter. Yay! A technology that will no longer be used in, what, three, four, five years? 
people are like, what? Twitter? What's that? I don't know what that is. Um, longer life expectancy. It's expected to strain the retirement system. This is a big headline on Bloomberg today. And what I want to share with you is Americans are living a record 77 years and 11 months as deaths from heart disease drop. Now, where's the financial angle here? Well, it's, it's hurting our system. People are living too long and we continue to pay them Social Security. It's hurting our system. They're living too long and it hurts Medicare. Every year that gets tacked on the average life expectancy costs an extra trillion dollars in expenditures for the United States. That's crazy. We used to, when Social Security was dreamed up, people died at 65. Now they're living to 77. In fact, the white woman is putting down the black woman. Once again, the white woman holding down the black woman. White women tend to live the longest. They live 80.7 years, followed by black women at 77 years. Wow, there's that much of a difference between whites and blacks? 2.3 years? That's crazy. Who would have known? Almost, th- no, 3.7 years. Difference in life expectancy between whites and blacks fell 35% to 4.6 years overall. There's regional differences as well. For instance, southern states, southern states like southeastern states like Mississippi and Alabama, they have higher death rates than the rest of the nation. Deaths from heart disease fell 5% from 2006 to 2007. Cholesterol lowering drugs uh, made by Pfizer and Merck, uh, basically used for 10 plus years, prevent cardiovascular disease. My mom, my sweet mother, Eunice. My mother's name is Eunice. No one ever calls their mother by their name, though. I don't much care for people who call their mother by their real name. It's kind of freaky. Mom should be mom. Hey, mom, how you doing? Not, hey, Eunice, how you doing? Sounds wrong. Sounds wrong. And for those of you who call your parents by their first name, I think it sounds wrong and I don't like it. Anyway, um, so we're living longer. Who's the winner and who's the loser? Well, our government, like I said, for every year that we live longer, it adds a trillion dollars to our deficit. That's a lot. So old people, you can do me a favor and die. Die already. Get a disease that kills old people. We need to invent one and we need to invent it right now. But hello, this is Hank Acker. I'm elderly, and I would like Bob Black to know that he's right on. So who's the winner if we're living longer? It's insurance companies. Because ultimately, you get life insurance, and you keep it for your whole life like an idiot, and we're living longer. So insurance companies on that level. But how about healthcare insurance? Maybe not so much. That's probably not, maybe not so much, right? Now, now who else is a winner? Drug companies, the Mercs and the Pfizer's, and I already told you that that looking at their valuations, their historical lows. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and buy a health uh, pharmaceutical company. I haven't bought one yet. I'm not going to tell you to do something that I haven't done. But I'm saying eyeball it. Don't be a fool. I pity the fool that doesn't doesn't look at at all options. So, U.S. is tops in the world in healthcare spending, but our results lag, and that's another weird, odd thing, right? The United States ranks near the bottom of life expectancy amongst wealthy nations despite spending more than double per person on health care than the industrialized world's average. Life expecting in the United States, 78.1 years in 2007. That's a year less than the average 79.1 and puts the U.S. just ahead of the Czech Republic. We beat the Czechs. We beat the Poles, the Polanders. We beat the Mexicans the Mex- from Mexico. We're spending on health care is a lot less, though. So we're living slightly better than them. Now, we outspend aggressively. Norway and Switzerland, their life expectancy, two to four years longer than the United States. So we're not getting a bang for our buck. Let's go to Bob in Corte Madera. Hey, Bob. 
Oh, hi, Rob. How are you? Good. I used to live in Corte Madera. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So, good city. Yeah. Um, hey, my question is, um, I've got a chunk of money that, that we inherited, and um, I'm concerned about, I don't have a lot of faith in the U.S. dollar or the U.S. economy. How do we kind of, what's a, a safe and prudent way to diversify out of the U.S. market? You would invest in stocks that do business in foreign currencies? You would invest in stock markets of foreign countries like um, Asia. So that's what you would do, Bob. Um, that's the easiest way of doing it. Now, more importantly, why don't you have faith in the dollar? Um, well, I just think the way the federal government's spending, I can't see how they can pay all that money back and, and also all the pension obligations and everything else. I can't see how they can pay it all back without inflating the dollar. Can I give you an example of why I think you're wrong? Yeah, above that. Um, what are our interest rates right now? Extremely low. Okay. If you're going to be borrowing money from foreign countries, when is the best time to do it? With high interest rates or low interest rates? High interest rates. Low interest rates. That's you're wrong, Bob. We're borrowing money exactly when we should be borrowing money, when things are cheap. Um, now, is it being well spent? No. So I, I agree with you. But what's going to happen next year if the economy picks up? Do you know what the Federal Reserve is going to do? Are they going to keep money low or are they going to start raising the cost of money? Well, they've got to start raising the cost of it, I think. And if they do that, then the dollar will become more attractive because foreigners will go, wow, I could invest in a CD in the United States and get 2 3 4 5%. Or they'll say, I, those rates are better than almost nothing. Okay. So I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but it's almost counterintuitive the, the way I think. Um, and I'm trying to help you look longer term. I think interest rates have to go up next year. And as they do, the dollar will strengthen. Um, I agree that, you know, we're a little bit freaked out by government spending, but if you are going to be spending a lot as a government, now's the time to do it when rates are low. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I know. It's it, it's goofy because uh, the, the media does such a horrible job of explaining these things to us, and that's the reason I'm doing the show, and I appreciate your call, Bob, and thanks for not yelling at me when I, when I got the chance to correct you a little bit. Um, I don't know. So... Here's a, a a sign that hell is about to, to break free. Just to let you know. I think hell is about to break free. Top 10 searches last year. Like I could use a drum roll here. Top 10 sudden fame searches. Top 10 sudden fame searches. Rick. Number 10. Sonia Sotomayor. Number 9. Falcon Henny. Who is Falcon Henny? I don't know. Number eight, Portuguese water dog. These are the top 10 sudden fame searches for 2009. Do you remember the Portuguese water dog? Obama's dog. And he got into all sorts of crap because he basically had it, a nice one created for him by a breeder. So, and, you know, in this day and age, do we really need purebred animals? I've got a purebred animal. I actually have a cat. Get this. Uh, my kit, cat is an Egyptian mal. And it's the most loving animal I've ever met in my life. She, you know, she spoons you in bed. She, you know, wants your hand on her belly. Um, she's an Egyptian mouth. She's 13% Bengal tiger. Is that not the coolest thing you've ever heard? Rob Black's got a cat that's 13% Bengal tiger. Another top 10 sudden fame searches for 2009. We're going to talk about this tomorrow with Will Durst, who I, I dig. I'd pay money to talk to Will Durst. and I get to talk to him for free. He's going to come in and we're going to talk. Governor Mark Sanford. Number six on the list, top 10 sudden fame searches. Keep thinking of who you think is going to be number one. I think you already know it. So, but Carrie Brijan is number six. Number five, Nadia Suleiman. 
Nadia Suleiman, number five on the list, which I don't understand. That one I don't get. Number four on the list, Chris Allen and Adam Lambert. Number three on the list of top 10 sudden fame searches for 2009, Susan Boyle. Number two, this one I get. Holy mackerel. Aaron Andrews. That's a good looking woman. A little thick, but good looking woman. And number one on the top 10 sudden fame searches for 2009, John and Kate Goslin. I could do I I can do without those celebrities. Now I'd get into trouble if I said I would want to put them in a room of argon gas and melt them. Remember earlier this week I talked about Sex in the City and the the one character I wish would get AIDS, a character would get AIDS and die. I can't really say that because then people go, I know people who've got AIDS and die. So John and Kate Gosselin, I'm gonna say that's the couple that I would like to put into a room of argon gas because it would actually melt them into a puddle. And no one knows anyone that's been in a room of argon gas that's been melted to a puddle. So I can't catch flack on that. Let's get a, um, is it Gasman? Gasman. Yes. Hi, is that your real name? No, it's not. It's, it's my work that I do. Okay. What you got for me today? Man, I'm trying to, I, I've been listening to you for like, I don't know, three weeks now. And, and I'm pretty late in the game. I want to know how would I get started? Do I got to like go get a book for like that yellow book for dummies or something? That's not a bad idea, Gasman. What I would do is there's a really good book that teaches you about disability insurance. It teaches you about life insurance. It teaches you about investing. It's a book called The New Rules About Money. It's written by a guy named Rick Edelman. If you go to Amazon.com, it's E-D-E-L-M-A-N, you can get it used for four or five bucks. I have a book that helps new beginners invest, but I don't even like my book. I like his book more. So it's Rick Edelman, The New Rules About Money. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. I got to get out of here. I'll be back in 22 hours, and hopefully I'll have a little more zip in my step. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.